everybody. Welcome to the newest edition of the Minorities Report. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus, and is with me as always is Jay. How's it going, everybody? We wanted to thank you guys for helping us out and staying in tune with us and downloading our episodes. Today, what we wanted to talk about to you guys, I have a lot on my mind. Jay, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I want to start right off the back, dude. There uh, was a news story where this politician in New Mexico... And uh, go figure in New Mexico. Anyway, <laughs> I think the aliens did something to them, man. So there was a politician in New Mexico who ran for Republican Party uh, nominee or candidate back in November. And he lost his election back in November. And what happened was now <laughs> this past week he got arrested because he had been paying people uh, to shoot at the Democratic winners' houses and their offices. And he, he actually took part of it himself. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he thought in Arizona, Kerry Lake was bad. Right. Yeah, he, this dude said, hold my beer. <laughs> well, but, well, here's the worst part. So he was the Democrat, I mean, excuse me, the Republican candidate, right? He is a felon. He had 19 felony convictions against him prior to being a Republican candidate, and they still nominated him. Jesus, well, you know, again, it's the uh, Republicans proving <laughs> how big sore winners they are. You know, how, you know what's funny is that, like, they always talk about, like, how the left, how the liberals are extremists and everything, and they need their safe spaces, and they, you know, can't take losing. Yeah, this shit happens, and it, I just crack up because they keep projecting all that shit. So yeah, so um, the um, the they failed candidate it was uh, Solomon Pena, not related to Elizabeth uh, Pena. Thank God, because we don't want that amazing actress's t legacy tainted by this asshole or Tony Pena, right? And um, but yeah, it just boggles my fucking mind, man. Like this guy. Carried like conspired to murder his um his opponent, and that was a Demi uh, Democrat Miguel P. Garcia. He threatened to murder him as well as like the um the uh, the commissioners and state senator just because he lost an election. Like, did this guy ever like? Did he ever grow up like uh, being taught like losing is okay, like be a graceful winner and just you know. Just take the hit. No, actually, I should have said take the hit. That's kind of a pun. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the... Uh, un, un, <laughs> the Freudian slip there. Right. Hey. Sorry for the... Uh, what was it called? The uh, unintentional pun well, there. But take the L. Yeah, well, yeah, dude. Okay, well, New Mexico, unfortunately, is known for its gun violence. But mm -hmm. uh, I know somebody who's from there. And they say, yeah, Breaking Bad is not really that far from the truth. Yeah, hell, it's a documentary <laughs> at this point. But this dude thought it'd be okay. Yeah, because have you ever heard the story in, in New Mexico, what happened in Albuquerque, mm. where this mother, and this is a trigger warning before mm -hmm. I get into this story, there, uh, this mother was selling her daughter uh, to men on, on the internet, on Craigslist. And then what happened was the kid, I think, got sick. So her friend, her and her boyfriend, dismembered the kid, put her in a bathtub and set her on fire. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was a it was a story that happened a few years back in New Mexico. It was awful, dude. I think the kid might have been ten years old. Oh my God! Yeah, it's it's a tragic story, but that I guess they buckle. I told you, I think the aliens did something to them, dude. Um, must have they must have because that's a lot. It's like the what do you call it the uh, the Florida of the Southwest. 
<laughs> I think, dude, I think it was worse than Florida because right. they're landlocked. They're in the desert. They're surrounded by nothing but dirt. You know, it was, um, I, I have been to Albuquerque, I'm not going to lie. And it's a very unique experience. <laughs> there, unfortunately, there's a lot of mental illness because shocking, I know, in this country, we don't help the mentally ill. And there's a lot of... Uh, disenfranchised people mm. homeless there's a lot of homeless there and they a lot of them are mentally ill dude and you see them wandering around the streets i went there one time and this dude was yelling at a tree mm-hmm. he was he was arguing with the tree and i think the tree was winning wow <laughs> and there was, then there was this other dude he was running down the street with one shoe on but he was holding the other shoe so instead of stopping and putting his shoe back on, uh, just, or uh, I'm not lying to you, and I'm not making fun of those people, but it just goes to show you that in the in the state, excuse me, in the country that we live in, they don't take care of the mentally ill. Uh, we don't help them. We rather spend tax money on on uh, upping the army some more. Because a lot lately, not not getting off topic, but yeah, to talk about this dude, just wrap it up real quick. He got arrested because. Uh, you know, Solomon Pena, because he decided that because he lost the election, he was going to go ahead and shoot at people for no mm-hmm. reason at all. He, I think he thought he was going to fear and intimidate them into them going, okay, you can have it now. Well, honestly, his actions could be um, an example of more of the mental illness that has been plaguing New Mexico because um, some of his colleagues have have uh, said that, he, uh, you know, he had complaints about, the, about his election. He felt he was being rigged. Um, he started arguments, fights. So it pretty much, like, you could tell that there are a lot of voices in his head saying you were robbed this election was stolen you should take it back and uh, you know and as you know like you know Pena was a you know supporter of uh, Trump and you know, as you know I, I know shocker <laughs> you wouldn't think you would put the two and two together and so as you know like you know Trump like does like you know um, feed off like you know these um, you know these um, mentally ill extremists you know they and like this is just another example. No, exactly. And I never really heard about a lot of rigged elections until 2020. Right. Nobody ever used that term. It was always. I mean, you lost, you lost. Get over it. Move on. I mean, the only time I ever heard of a rigged election is when Sideshow Bob stole the mayoral election in Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, and that's the thing that this dude just went on to that same bandwagon. The MAGA Republicans. Mm-hmm. I am not going to lump all Republicans together because I mean, yeah, honestly. George Carlin said it best, almost every single politician, well, yeah, yeah. I'd say about 98% of politicians are mm-hmm. all corrupt and dirty. Mm-hmm. They're looking out for themselves. But as far as the Republican Party goes, you got the Republicans and then you got the MAGA Republicans. Right. It's like Ch- uh, Chank Uger from the TYT, he said it best. He goes, you have the crazy-ass Republicans and then you have the less crazy-ass Republicans. See, there's the Republicans... <laughs> Who you know, and the Republicans. <laughs> Guess which ones are the Republicans? You know, and it's it's just incredible, dude, that they have taken con- complete control of that party and trying to hold it hostage. Mm-hmm. L- little by little, I think sanity is being regained, but their base is out of control. Like the politicians themselves, I think Kevin McCarthy uh, winning, even uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is kind of trying to pull back some of the craziness and only one reason why she's she said she denounced her saying about this jewish space lasers and she denounced q and all that but there's really only one reason why she is hoping that she's going to be uh trump's uh, vice presidential candidate uh running mate running mate for 2024 Mm -hmm. she's hoping against hope that that'll happen yeah she can hope all she wants she can backpedal whatever 
other than the fucking crazy conspiracy theories, it's her violent and aggressive nature is what turns people off. It, you know, from um, accosting uh, David Hogg, uh, mm-hmm. the Parkland sh- uh, school shooting survivor, to making threats at AOC outside her office. Aside from like you know the conspiracy theories, all those like psychotic actions yeah. is is like you know killing her chances she could apologize all she wants but we're never ever gonna forget right. and, and <laughs> when you said oh you know what turns people off about her i said her yeah just her right, right. <laughs> except, except uh, her pool guy oh, oh wow. i'm sorry her, her tennis instructor no 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 her tantric sex guru wait was she fucking sting or something <laughs> or <laughs> all i could think of is mike myers in that movie the love guru oh the one who ruined that ruined his career wow how fitting <laughs> well because he was brown facing yeah yeah that don't ever brown face no no you never go full brown face yeah <laughs> yeah as far as that new mexico check yourself man yeah mm-hmm. oh, yeah i need some help over there well you know you brought up a good point it's like all of this military spending it's diverting away from the real issues that's plaguing this country and mm-hmm. one of those issues is mental illness just imagine what it would be like if the government funded um mental health or health in general as much as they did the um you know the military but i think that i think that gun violence and mass shootings would be way down oh exactly you'll way see down. you'll see like a huge downfall in numbers of um of violence going on in this country oh, absolutely yeah absolutely the, the thing is and just to finish up with uh homeboy solomon pena mm-hmm. he better get he better get charged with domestic terrorism because oh, yeah. shooting at public officials, I mean, that's terroristic threats. Oh, that's right a there. simple fact of the matter. That's just done. Absolutely. But anyway, but as far as that, like a lot of, a big topic that's always on social media. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you run our Twitter, mm-hmm. which is by the way, at Minorities Report. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our Twitter is at Minority Report and so is our TikTok and Instagram. So go ahead and follow us on there. But anyway, I don't know if you've been seeing a lot on our Twitter uh but I've I've seen a lot on on our TikTok is people all um oh the Biden administration is sending our money our tax dollars to the Ukraine mm-hmm. our money to the Ukraine oh I know he's getting part of that money going to the Ukraine mm-hmm. people there is no money going to the Ukraine mm-hmm. this is the way it works and it's real simple mm-hmm. even fucking MAGA Republicans can understand that it's so simple mm-hmm. they are sending what we have as surplus military uh, equipment to the ukraine they're not sending them actual money they're not sending them money they're sending them aid in other words they're taking part of that giant ass spending that we do for the military and sending it over there and on top of that we're still budgeting more money to buy newer things we have a tank we go okay ukraine you can have this tank because we're going to go buy this newer more well-equipped heavy equipped tank mm. so you can have our old one mm. it's it's not it, we have so much military funding that it's ridiculous that people are like oh well we're sending them money no we're sending them aid in as far as like military equipment goes and they even said that what they're sending to the ukraine is only five percent of what we have as far as uh military equipment five percent that's how much we have Jesus. that we can give away five percent of it unbelievable yeah. They said that on your on your paycheck, you know how you get taxed on your paycheck? Mm-hmm. There are some countries that they break it down for you even further to tell you what percentage of your taxes is going towards what. Mm-hmm. Like it'll say going towards public health, going towards um, public assistance, going towards uh, Medicare, Medicare for all. It'll show you break down 
And they said if they did that here in the United States, the reason why they don't do it, because you, could, you would literally see that 59% of your taxes that you're paying on your paycheck are going towards the military. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is that they stop, the detractors, they stop when they hear aid. Uh, as soon as they hear aid, they automatically think money. Like, aid doesn't have to be money. It could be supplies. It could be, um, hell, even just, like, um, solidarity with that country and everything. It all doesn't fall to money. But as soon as they hear aid, they think, oh, we're giving them a handout to Ukraine and blah, 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 and everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, because they're our allies, and they need the help, especially when fucking Trump's, uh, you know, boy toy is uh fucking you know declared war on that country no man he's drove's daddy yeah drove licks his taint <laughs> no it, it's true vladimir putin people they for a while people were defending putin invading the ukraine oh he was going after nazis in there there are no nazis in the ukraine what? there are more not probably there's probably more nazis here than there is in the ukraine i mean that... and then somebody was trying to say that the money the, the money that we're not sending to him because we're not sending the money mm-hmm. that Vladimir uh, Vladimir Zelensky. I always forget how to pronounce his first name. Zelensky is pocketing part of that. Zelensky is not part pocketing part of that. It's all going, dude. The guy is the guy is a president of a country that's at war, and he is literally out there every single day. And fucking Tucker Carlson, Tucker Tolson, as I like to call him. He was bitching because when uh, Zelensky came here, he was oh he was looking like a a, a owner of a strip club because he came in a sweater and he was not shaved. Bro came, bro just came from the front line of a war, dude. He could just you know be sitting comfortably in his chair while all of the soldiers are doing the fighting. No, he you know picked up the rifle, got on his fatigues, and you know leading the fight because he is for the people. Right. I mean, I don't know if he was doing any of the shooting himself, but he was out there, dude. He's uh, he's showing his people, hey, listen, I'm not just asking you to fight. I'm willing to do the fighting myself. And uh, Tucker Carlson is saying, oh, he looks like the owner of a strip club. Exactly. How would you look? How would you know what an owner of a strip club looks like, Mr. Oh. Family Values? So I've been told. <laughs> right. I'm only asking questions. <laughs> he's always only asking questions. Dude, Tuck- Tucker Carlson is such a fucking piece of garbage. Dude. Mm. Dude, he. He rants about the most stupidest things. How Zelensky was dressed. How do they call him a news reporter? He, he was complaining well, about that. And then his bigger complaint was, or his bitching. They, they When you were talking about it before earlier, how they try to project onto, onto liberals and onto progressives. Oh, that they're triggered. They're snowflakes. They were literally triggered because the M&M, the green M&M, they changed her from wearing heels to wearing Boots. Bro, this is the same. And this is Cucker yeah. Tarleson I'm talking Honestly, about. like them shitting on um, Zelensky's like, uh, clothing, that's on par for them because these are the same people that shat on Obama for wearing a tan suit or Michelle Obama showing off her arms. Right? How dare she? Right. Speaking of that, but we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want you to remember that. Mm-hmm. The thing about the arms, the bare arms, mm-hmm. because there's something I want to talk to you about that. But mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Junior from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minority Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we review movies, talk shit, and have a good time. And our other podcast, M.I.S. Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Before we went on break, there was something I was talking to you, Jay, about. Because you brought up Michelle Obama with her bare arms. Remember when that was a whole big deal? So this week... 
Missouri Republicans pass a rule that they're requiring women to cover their arms at the state house chamber. So in other words, when their Congress, their state Congress is in session, the women who are there have to cover their arms. That is the most useless bill ever. What the (laughs) fuck? Because, you know, the men, the men may be enticed. They're distracted. Oh, well, they better check themselves then because it has nothing to do with a woman's arms or anything. How about that you just, you know, keep your fucking hands to yourselves? Well, it's 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 the same dudes that, you know, when women get essayed, yeah. they're like, oh, well, what was she wearing? What was she doing? Doesn't, she, doesn't th- matter what it, she was wearing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, people should teach their daughters how to be safe. Well, maybe you should teach your son yeah. how to not rape. Exactly. So <laughs> when you told me about this bill, I thought you were fucking with me. I thought it was like some type of like shit that you saw on the onion. <laughs> I wish, dude. Yeah. I wish, but but no, yeah. The so yeah. So the dress code was like women were. It was updated from 20, um, 2011 in which women could wear dresses or, or or skirts or slacks worn with a blazer or sweater, appropriate dress shoes or boots. Right now, it states that proper you know proper attire. I'm using quotation marks for women in the house would be jackets worn with dresses, skirts or slacks, and dress or boots. So pretty much this is, again, you know, I think we should be doing like a drinking uh, uh, (laughs) um, contest for this, but uh, another fucking Handmaiden's Tale um, coming to life. No, exactly. It it goes to show you like in the workplace, you've seen it. You, there are certain dress codes, like even in schools, there's people who get dress coded. There was this comedian. He made a great bit about his daughter said that, well, she got sent home because she got dress coded. Mm -hmm. And he goes, what the fuck is that? He goes, well, you know, when you wear stuff that may distract the boys, that the boys will be looking at you. He goes, well, how about the boys fucking check themselves? Right. Just like you said, he goes, maybe the boys should get sent home for being a fucking perv. Right. No, no, it totally is. And you know what? You know what is uh, even more infuriating is, again, the tone deafness of the male politicians because they're trying once again, they're trying to control a woman's choice and, you know, trying to control like what she or uh, can or cannot wear. Well, a lot of conservatives don't even believe women should be in politics right there was a preacher recently they even said that marjorie taylor green and he was she's republican by the way Mm -hmm. he said that she shouldn't be in office and no woman should have a political position or be in any kind of power women should be submissive to their husbands that's the that's that christian bullshit people this is why i no longer are i I get left ministry i no longer believe in the church I, i was studying to be a minister. I was studying to be a pastor. I was preaching, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't deal with any of their politics, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, and like, not only is this bill fucking ridiculous, but it's another distraction uh, by the GOP and everything to from like the real issues going on. Like, you're meaning to tell you know the people that a woman's arms is an issue. Like that's what you're trying to tell us. Oh yeah, so much no, so that is. you're trying that you're wasting people's time with this fucking bill. Well, dude, it was just like when Kevin McCarthy took over as Speaker of the House. The first thing they did was overturn the assigning funds to the IRS so they can hire new people. And the reason, and the thing is that they scared and feared people into saying, "Oh, they're hiring eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents so they can come for your money. They're going to audit every single American." the The plan was actually. That 87,000 was to go over the next 10 years because they have people who are retiring. And about 80% of that 
87,000 or whatever number it was that they were going to be hiring was to be in customer service, to answer phone calls. Have you ever tried calling the IRS? No. You will literally be on hold. Yeah. I, I know for a fact because one of my kids is dead. Yeah. You will be on hold for two hours. Oh, yeah. Because they don't have enough people to answer the calls. You might might as well have it as like, you know, background music. Bro, it's worse than fucking calling her Verizon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is that they, but what they did was fear monger people into thinking that, mm-hmm. oh, well, when we overturn this, they're going to think, oh, we did a great job. And it goes twofold because they scared people into believing that everybody and their mother's going to be audited when it was actually only going to be people really that are in the upper echelon, the 1%, people who make over $400,000 or over millions of dollars, that's who is going to probably get audited more because you know they're the least to get audited there because percentage-wise, I saw this article and it broke down the percentages and it was going to increase from like right now, people who get audited, it's like 0.05% and it was going to go up to like 1% or 1.5%. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Right. You know, that's right. nothing. Honestly, I just thought of a really good idea for the women in um, the Missouri, like a uh, legislator and like uh, their politics and everything mm-hmm. to pro how to protest this bill. Show up wearing fake muscle arms. <laughs> I thought you could say show up naked. Right. <laughs> well, That'd be I, a hell of a protest. Right. But no, like, you know, we're talking like that, those like costume, like no, no, Halloween yeah, yeah. arms and everything. Well, because, you know. The arms are covered. It was like, come at me, bro. Right, right. Because honestly, that's what those that's what those like um, you know, those out of touch, you know, like politicians are fearing. Right. Like when they see a woman's arms bearing everything, they feel in you know, they feel insecure that a woman like, you know, is confident enough to well, show off their arms and everything. Yeah, well that's the problem was with Michelle Obama. Oh yeah. Michelle Obama oh, had Angela Bassett arms. She had those fucking <laughs> strong as hell finely yeah. carved like arms and everything. Mm-hmm. Like you know, as you know, like, you know, she is a proponent for fitness and health. Right. And they're shocked that, oh, she has, you know, muscular arms. Well, no shit, because she, she keeps in shape and everything. <laughs> but all those motherfuckers were so goddamn insecure that this woman, this, you know, amazing um, black woman was showing off her arms that they felt insecure. So they try to bring her down, calling mm-hmm. her a man and calling her a fucking monkey. Well, it's because they only like their politicians old, white, and doughy. Right. Yeah. And you know, you know damn well they were scared of her because you know she can whoop their ass. <laughs> like just from just from looking those arms alone, she can throw hands. She, well, I mean, she's an auntie. So she's auntie to somebody. Oh, yeah. Just like Kamala Harris. They're scared of her because she auntie. She, she got that auntie energy. Mm-hmm. So and uh, Maxine Waters, too. Yeah, yeah. She got yeah. that auntie energy going, what you say, boy? Nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing man. You know, you better fear the aunties because they all three of those women will fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. Fear the aunties. We should yep. get, I should make that a shirt. Fear right. The aunties. Right. No, but going back to that, it was just stupid because yeah. the house, they overturned that. But here's the thing. They feared people. They made people fear that the 87,000 IRS agents are coming for you. So what happens is now they overturn that, but it still has to go to the Senate. So the Senate can vote to pass it or even Biden can veto it. To bring it back but the thing is they don't realize that it, they did nothing they, they they think that because they have the house they did something they, that's not the flex they think it is it's just fucking stupid right go into the m&m thing because we mentioned that before the break too mm-hmm. so there's this dude nick adams he's apparently some australian political uh commentator you know Political commentator translation. He bought a microphone in his mom's bedroom. (laughs) Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, that name sounds familiar, but he's a total simp for Trump. Right. Swear to God, on his uh, Twitter page, yeah, he's called 
alpha, alpha male. male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he uh, he went on this rant. He went to New York City. He went to New York City to go to the Eminem, the Mars Eminem store. I guess they have uh, because recently Eminem's Mars uh, brought out this package that it's for uh, a woman, well, female empowerment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all it's only the quote unquote female Eminem characters. So they made up a purple uh, female Eminem. Uh, they made one of the brown one. Well, the brown one was already a female, and then of course the green one. They they put them on the package, and it's all about. They said they, they, I believe it says turning things upside down, uh, because it's all about female empowerment, and I'm good with that. You know, I don't, I don't see why anybody should have a problem with that. Absolutely, but, but alpha male Nick Adams did. So wow. he went there and he's like, oh, as an alpha, as an alpha male, I'm coming here to tell moles. It was like, dude, shut up. Or so he he said that uh, it's woke, and that's the funny thing. Uh, Again, oh, going, oh, here we go. Take a shot. <laughs> Conservative said woke. Going back to the whole. They say that they they project what they're accusing themselves of because yeah. they call liberals, quote unquote, uh, mm-hmm. snowflakes and triggered. Mm-hmm. But here he was triggered standing on a New York sidewalk like a snowflake right. talking about how dare they make this package for female empowerment. What is that going to send to the children? Oh, they made an obese purple M&M. I don't know how an Eminem is obese, but right. that's just, I don't know. Are they supposed to be transgender? All this bullshit over fucking candy, mind you. A candy. Right. And then he goes, that's it. If you take part of this and if you condone this, I want your man card. I'm taking your man card away. I just made a TikTok that I'm sitting there eating that same packet. Right. And going, Come get it, bro. <laughs> take your man card. I, Why does that sound like prison talk? I don't know. Are you ready? He goes, this, this doughy. Australian dude and nothing against people from Australia yeah. but this dude that does that looks like he couldn't kick his own ass right is talking about oh I'm gonna take your man card okay motherfucker all you would do is hold my pocket right okay <laughs> straight up this dude he's a fucking clown man like he's pretty much the Alex Jones of Australia all he does is have is post these sh- dumbass shitty takes one after another and honestly God when I saw his uh, Twitter account I honestly thought it was a parody account I actually thought he was just trolling. Bro, that's what somebody put under yeah. his video. goes, this is satire, right? It has to be because all the shit that he spews out is so over the top and ridiculous. It, you you had to think he was going to yell out, live from New York. <laughs> you know who he looks like? Mm. Remember uh, Adam from Man Vs. Food? Yeah. He looks like his slow cousin. Yeah. But no, <laughs> this... Okay, so here's like... He has done so many shit takes like he actually said that raise your children to be like kid rock and kyle rittenhouse not taylor swift and harry styles so you want your kids to either be a racist washed up fake dude from uh, D- uh you know saying he's from detroit when he actually is from the suburbs and a murderer well don't forget that he also wrote a song about um doing it with underage girls Ooh, oh god i forgot about, about that. that osmosis jones song Oh, that the lyrics, and I yeah. quote: "Young ladies, young ladies, yeah. I like them underage. Ugh, you call dude. it statutory, but I say it's mandatory." All right, stop, that, stop. Oh, no, no, those are exact Kid, kid Rock lyrics. Okay, and, I mean, and people I'm, condone this. Wow, and you know he's the he, one. Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, he. You know, I knew Kid Rock always wanted to be like Ted Duja, but took it that far. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, but, but, anyway, but yeah, that. but no, he also like he. Um, 
Adams opposed education regarding LGBTQ uh, topics and only said that only a bad parent would take their kids to uh, to see a drag show. Well, you know, shocker, he's a hypocrite because he openly told um, parents to take their uh, kids to Hooters. <laughs> oh, dude, there was somebody who did that. They showed a video of, mm -hmm. uh, I guess it was after a Little League game, and his dad took all the kids from the team to Hooters, and they're like standing there taking pictures with half-naked girls. That's okay. Right. But, That's okay. But taking your kids to um, drag queen shows, family-friendly drag queen shows where they read to kids. Oh, no, 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 because we have to keep projecting that toxic masculinity. Mm, you know? Right. Yeah, women are objects. You, don't, you didn't know that? Boom. Yeah, man. Dude, but no, like, yeah. Fucking Nick, dude, he's just another fucking loser. He's man, the anti-Jim Jeffries. Yeah. Like, Australia gave us Jim Jeffries, who's funny as fuck. Oh, Jim Jeffries is a prophet. And like, he's he's the new, <laughs> honestly, as, as as far as I'm concerned, Jim Jeffries is the new Carlin. He's not only funny, but mm -hmm. he, he is, dude, one of my favorite clips is that there's this conspiracy. He has, like, five conspiracy theorists and flat earthers he's talking to, he's interviewing. Mm -hmm. And he, this one dude goes, he goes, wait, wait. So you're, he, Jim Jeffries tells him, wait, so you don't. You think the Holocaust was fake? He goes, yeah. He goes, he goes, oh, and let me explain to you why. And Jim Jeffries just looked at him and went, no. And just stopped the whole thing. <laughs> no, he didn't even go behind that. He just said no. And then there was this uncomfortable silence right. in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but, get, but to check this out. Okay, so Adams immigrated to the United States back in 2012. And this was his reason. I love guns, hot dog, chicken fried steak, barbecue, cheerleaders, which really fucking sucks because he didn't specify what type of cheerleaders. Yikes. American football, small town parades, beauty pageants, pickup trucks, muscle cars, and 16 lane freeways lined with supersized American flags. So basically, he's like if that America Fuck Yeah song became a person you know without what, without the self-awareness you know what that says to me you know what that translates to me mm. i have a very small penis and i am an incel oh and it gets worse fucking rick perry crowned adams as an ordinary texan so that's one ass clown awarding another ass clown jesus christ anyway but so the thing is that yeah this alpha male <laughs> i can't even say that with a straight face he he is protesting m&ms because they're woke i was like what that dude don't look that dude looks like he needs to miss a pack of m&ms you know what i mean <laughs> fat ass i mean what and i ain't fat shaming i'm just shaming right. an asshole right <laughs> there's nothing else you can say dude no it's like how could food be woke now tell me i don't know but chuck cucker tarlson agrees with him because cucker of tarlson, course he does <laughs> cucker dude fox news did no less than five different reports about the m&ms being woke and uh, and yet it's democrats and liberals that are fragile well yeah Duh. Wow. <laughs> Bro, there's this guy on TikTok. He made a video about, he was, oh, because somebody commented on one of his videos how the mm. liberals are, are, are liberals are, uh, want to cancel everything, cancel culture. Right. He goes, oh, really? He goes, I'm going to make a list of all the things that Republicans want to cancel. Mm -hmm. You're welcome to go ahead and do one for liberals. Right. And he ranted off like these 30 things that Republicans have wanted to quote unquote cancel. You know, honestly, it's, it's hilarious. Well, first of all, cancel culture, it's not, that's not a thing. And also, can, like canceling things. No, that's always been a conservative thing. Ever since you know, burning books, 
uh, steamrolling over Sinead O'Connor's like you know uh, albums, those the Beatles and every pretty much every like you know musician that protesting, you know, yeah, protesting, protesting the Dixie Chicks because they right. said George Bush was an idiot. Yeah, well, which, sorry, he was an embarrassment to Texas. Right, right, and yeah. uh, but no, like they can they can call liberals like you know the you know the leaders of cancel culture all they want, but name one thing that liberals try to actually cancel, like legit try to eliminate the. The Confederate flag, which should be. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't even count that because yeah. that should, like, you know, that's a traitorous flag. Yeah. So Jim Jeffries made a great point, and I, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna, I probably bring him up quite a bit, but mm-hmm. he made a great point. He goes, Germany doesn't have any any uh, statues of Hitler, right? Because they're fucking ashamed of like their past. Yeah, I wish America would take a fucking cue. Right, exactly. Yeah. He was, and they're like, oh well, we keep the statues up because how are we gonna teach the future children of about history? How about uh, a fucking museum, or how about a fucking <laughs> a, book. a book? You know, like, those I, books, those things you try, you're trying try to, to burn. burn. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and that's, you know, and, and that, that was another bullshit thing. Like, we're trying to teach history. No, you're worshipping a racist traitor. Plain and simple. Hey. Hell, even General Robert E. Lee even said. He was ashamed of it. He was ashamed of it. He said, like, okay, we lost. That Confederate flag is no longer our flag. I want you guys to burn it, bury it, yeah. whatever. Do not acknowledge it. Well, which is funny because, like, okay, conservative, Southern conservative Republicans want to keep the, the Dixie flag, right? The the stars and bars or whatever the fuck they call it. Mm-hmm. They want to keep that. But then they say that the Democrats were the ones that started the KKK and and uh, they, they were the ones who wanted to own slaves. Right, because they were conservative Democrats before the party ideology switched. Used, so, yeah. so the Dixie flag was theirs. So you want to keep the flag of the people that you say that you're against. That's odd. Yeah, um, consistency was never their stronger point. Well, dude, it's like I tell you, every time somebody tells me that, you know what I tell them? Yeah, go walk up to a Klan member and tell them they're supposed to vote Democrat. See how far that gets you. Mm. See how many teeth you walk away with. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. You might, you might find something on your lawn the next day. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, dude, you might. A, an under, uh, was it lowercase T? A lowercase T. Time to leave. That's what it means. <laughs> South, South Park. Park yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's just the, the fact is that every time they project about that whole triggering thing then they come out with a new thing fucking m&ms seriously people fucking m&ms that's what you're fucking worried about right m&ms and women's women's arms that's what they're worried about your your priorities are <laughs> fucked <laughs> yes like, never mind that we have people running around new mexico with mental health issues well all over the country never mind that we have a huge homeless population all over the country mm-hmm. don't worry about any of that you know and not only that there's something else i want to bring up that we should be worried about too i'm going to bring it up in the, in the next part mm-hmm. in our final part mm-hmm. but yeah that we have so much other shit going on but no we got to take care of those women's arms first jay you can't be seeing those women's arms Oh, well, damn. <laughs> what am I going to do now? Oh, I know. I'll go get porn. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? You're going to stare at a woman's arms in public? Go, okay. Fucking download porn like a decent right. human being. Okay, and first, of, and first and foremost, like, how can you sexualize arms? Bro, there's a fetish for everything. Yeah, but how? I don't know, but uh, they'll find a way. Uh, they'll find a way. Um, speaking of which, let's, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to wrap up. There's a couple other things I want to bring up, and we'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jesse from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out Am I Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty-gritty of people's sex life. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So, Jay, before we went on break, we were talking about how Republicans are triggered. There's one more thing. In Louisiana, 
during the last election, they uh, they put a ban on, they found a way to quote unquote ban pornography on the internet. Not really, but they did. They they you have to enter an ID or something like that in order to access porn mm-hmm. in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I was like, because they say kids can't access it. I was like, have they ever heard of a VPN? Right. Um. <laughs> and let me tell you something, kids. Unless a kid is like ten. They're going to know what a VPN is. And even some kids who are 10 are going to know what a VPN is. And they know how to get around it. Well, this is the new, you know, fake uh, fake ID to buy beer. You know, kids <laughs> kids are very enterprising. Adults don't give kids enough credit for being extremely clever. They'll find ways. Well, the thing is, you got to be better at technology if you're going to try somebody to stop somebody to, to from using technology. That's why a person, when they, they start a co- up a company, they, they hire people who are smarter than them in IT to put up firewalls so their hackers can't get in. They don't try to do it themselves. Why? Because it's a kiss at well, unless they're an IT expert. But then, because there are going to be ways to get around it. Where you think you're smart, there's going to be somebody that's smarter. Simple as that. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I just found that funny that they were trying to do that. It's like, bro, okay, ever since the creation of porn, people have found a way to get it. Underage people have found a way to get it. I'm not saying and I'm not condoning that people underage should be watching pornography, but you're not going to stop them. I mean, you should t- sit down and teach your kid and show them that maybe that's not something they should access because it causes a lot of people harm. It does. Right. I mean, even Terry Crews came out and said that it was a big part of why he was a he was a sex addict and he had problems because he'd been watching pornography from a young age. Well, yeah. And, you know, you bring up a good point. It's it all comes down to education at the end of the day. You know, you can uh, blame porn, violence, video games, da, 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 all that. But at the end of the day, it comes down to teaching your kids between like, uh, like, you know, reality versus uh, fantasy and all that. Right. But it's also the fact that in this country, we are so repressed when it comes to sex. Oh, absolutely. We are so repressed mm-hmm. that we, we, um, we, we, people who are sex workers or, or uh, adult film stars or, or people who have OnlyFans, they're shunned and they're looked down upon. Uh, as something you know vile by the same people who buy their uh, <laughs> materials i'm saying oh dude yeah. speaking of which the, the i saw this article where it was this girl who said that a teacher that told her that she would amount to nothing in high school mm-hmm. is now her biggest subscriber on OnlyFans. you're shitting me. no wow <laughs> full circle you'll never amount to anything she is a successful OnlyFans content creator she works off of that and he is one of her biggest uh uh, uh, subscribers. I would say that's amounting to something. Well, it also Sammy Hain and I were talking about that. It also makes him a fucking creep. Oh, big time! Because that means that he was checking her out in high school. Yeah, it goes back to that, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep, it goes back to that. The people who who marry somebody younger than them. I was once married to a woman that was eighteen years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay knows her. Uh, but my thing is, when you know somebody from when they're underage. Uh, and then you hook up with them. It's kind that's, of that's fucking creepy. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you two examples that I know of: is Celine Dion with her husband. Oh yeah, that was he met her yeah. when she was twelve. Yeah, and was her uh, manager mentor. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he took advantage of his like. Um, well, they position. said that she actually w- w- pursued him. That when she said she was twelve, that she was falling in love with him. 
that's I'm not I'm not condoning it. I'm not yeah. saying that it was okay. Right, right. I'm just saying that I think is when it's creepy when you know somebody when they're underage and then you date them afterwards. Like another example I can say is, and he's one of my favorite directors. I ain't gonna lie, Luke Besson. Luke Besson, his first wife, he knew her from when she was like 11, 12 years old, and he was in his 30s and married. Go, going back to uh, Celine Dion and uh, Renee, her her husband and everything. Renee, something or other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know they said like you know, oh, she pursued him and everything, but how do you know that he did? influence that mindset into her no exactly yeah and just like that dude from uh the punisher war zone the one that played was it the the crazy brothers the oh uh doug hutchinson doug hutchinson yeah he married a 17 year old yeah courtney stodden uh, i remember that yeah. and that shit was fucking insane Bro, he was in his yeah. 50s and her parents yeah. were okay with it no and and uh let's not been jim that was his name in the punisher right Looney right right who would have thought he'd be in that like that in real life <laughs> but no also you know what's funny about doug hutchinson like he's a character actor all his roles, he plays a piece of shit. Who'd have no. thought? Who'd have thought he would? I was like, <laughs> way wow, to, way to typecast, <laughs> right? Like art, like what does they say? Like you know, art imitates um, life. Life, yeah, life, no, life imitates, imitates art. art. And of course, you know, we cannot forget, you know, um, fucking a. Uh, Ted Nugent, oh, Jesus who, Christ. who married a 17-year-old as a way to protect her from the dangers of the he outside became, world. Well, he didn't even, he became her, he didn't adopt her, he became her legal guardian so he could have sex with her. Yeah. Yeah. He also got a oral, uh, I don't know how would you say it, but he got a blowjob yeah. from a 12-year-old. Oh, Jesus Cor- fucking Christ. Courtney Love. Because Courtney wait, Love wait. said... Courtney, Courtney Love. Love. Yep, she. I never knew that. Yep. She said that she, at 12 years old, gave uh, gave Ted Nugent a blowjob. What the fuck? Yeah. I knew she was fucked yep. in the head, but and damn. Somebody who recently lost, Lisa Marie Presley, her father, Elvis, mm-hmm. also kind of macked on a 13-year-old Lisa Marie... Not Lisa Marie, excuse me, on uh, Priscilla. Yeah, when she was underage. Uh, I mean, as much as I love Elvis's music, he He is a scumbag. And let's not forget Jerry Lee Lewis, who married his 13-year-old cousin. Oh, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. um, Shoshana Lewinstein. Yep, 17 years old. 17 years old, met her in Central Park. Yeah, a lot of people tend to forget that, you know, Mr. Yep. Is a creeper. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and the thing is that people see it as a norm. I mean, I know people talk out against it, mm-hmm. but if you think about it, uh, th- there's just, it's just fucking gross, dude. If you it know is. a girl from when she's a kid, yeah. and then you hook up with her when she's older, you, you're kind of gross, dude. Oh, absolutely. You know, not, well, not kind of, you are gross. Yeah. That'd be like, de- like, that'd be like me dating one of my daughter's friends from when they were kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, that face, you can't see it. Jay made this face. So yeah. Cring- the cringe <laughs> like, face. Yeah. Like he drank sour milk. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, they're all fucking creeps. Yeah, they are. But to end on a positive note, dude, this week I probably saw one of the most touching things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. is like he's 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 slowly becoming even more of a American treasure. Absolutely, uh, a national treasure, should I say? We, he, he everybody loved him in the Mummy and yeah. uh, Sino Man, mm-hmm. George of the Jungle. Uh, he took he took a lot of time off from his career because a couple of different things. I found out that during the filming of the Mummy movies, he really fucked himself up. Yeah, like he had a lot of injuries that, and he worked through them mm. to do the Mummy movies, and it caused him back issues, and it caused yeah. him a lot of different pains and aches. I am so, I am so loving 
Brendan Fraser's comeback. His and resurgence. Hon- his resurgence. And honestly, it has, like, this past year has been the year of the comeback between, like, Brendan Fraser, Jonathan K. Kwan with his um, role in everything and everybody. Uh, I keep messing up that, that title. Everything, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, but with, with Brendan, this has been something that we've been, a lot of folks have been wanting to see for a long time because we all grew up on Brendan Fraser right. from like Encino Man, um, The Georgia Mummy, the jungle, George the of the mummy Jungle, uh, Airheads. You school know, days. School days. Oh, yep. Definitely cannot No, no, not school, school days. days. Was it school days? No, oh. it wasn't school days. It was, uh, what, what was it? Yeah. No, I think it was school days. It was school ties. School you're, you're ties. You're half right. School ties. School ties. That was, dude, um, that movie was very, fun fact, A uh, before Good Will Hunting, uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were in that. They were, yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, Blast from the Past. Like, he was in so many of these, like, <laughs> yeah, so many of these classic movies, movies that we grew up on. The one with Elizabeth Hurley, what was it? Oh, uh, Bedazzled. Bedazzled, dude. Yeah. I love that one. Absolutely, Elizabeth Hurley is the devil, right? Yes, please. Oh, it was it was perfect. Yes, but, please. So, but yeah, so you know, so many like so like a couple decades of like you know great classic films, courtesy of him, and you know, and also he's known to be like one of the most gentlest, nicest guys ever. Right. He went through so much hell in mm-hmm. his later career because after his divorce, like he was ordered to pay a monthly alimony son of fifty thousand dollars. Right. And then... Um, but the, like it, I said, he hadn't worked for a while because right. he gained weight. Right. Uh, and it goes well, to showing what Hollywood does to people with their body images. Right. And, um, you know, of course, the injuries and everything. So right. with the medical bills, the surgery and all that, mm-hmm. you know, it took a toll on him, literally, like, you know, physically and mentally. But then also his career was blackballed because he was sexually, assault, sexually assaulted by Philip Burke, who was then president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Right. And this was back at a luncheon in 2003 at the Golden Globe Awards. It was a Golden Globe Awards a luncheon. Right. And so... They um, grabbed his crotch. Yep. And so it, it was on, like, not... So between the assault, his divorce, and also the death of his mother... It launched him into a depression mm-hmm. along the health problems led a pause in his career. Right. So he went through all this hell and we were all were wondering whatever happened to Brandon Frazier. We miss him and everything. Right. Well, well, they cast him in that show, the DC, the Doom oh, Patrol. Doom, Doom Patrol. And that yeah. was the beginning. Yeah, that, that, was was be- kind, that was the beginning of his resurgence. Right. Now, recently, he did a movie and it's out now. It's called The Whale. Right. The I, Yeah. I didn't haven't seen it yet. I saw the trailer for it. And mm-hmm. holy shit. He plays a morbidly obese man who's trying to reconnect with his daughter, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know that from what it looks of it, he's he's very ill, and mm-hmm. he's just trying to make sure that his daughter uh, knows that she's okay and that she's good, that she isn't who people think she is just because of her appearance. I mean, he looks like he's a shut-in because yeah. they show him. I guess he's a professor and he's like on an online class, but right. everybody has their cameras open, but him because right. he doesn't want people to see what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And it was just from the trailer alone, I was getting choked up. I was like, wow, I don't know if I can watch this movie. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've heard about the movie and I want to watch it, but like you, I want to watch it, but at the same time, it's going to, it's going to wreck me. Yeah. But, but, yeah. I, but what I love is the fact that he actually just won 
an award for it. He won the is a Critics Choice Award. He has, and, yeah, and that's huge, right? Mm-hmm. He was actually yeah. nominated for Best Actor for a Golden Globe, but he protested. Oh, to, yeah. he protested and didn't attend. Yeah, because of the um uh, the, the assault, right? And uh, pretty much like you know, and the, that dude is still associated with the exactly. press. So you know, and like you can't blame him for not wanting to go to the Golden Globes because like you know it's supporting the man who um caused him so much pain, right? But from the looks of it, that he may be nominated for an Academy Award for this movie. Well, not only is he nominated for an Academy Award, is he nominated already? He for uh, that? Let, uh, let me, I, let me like I said, I, if he hasn't been nominated, he well, if the nominations haven't come out yet, actually, he should I, be nominated. For okay, it. Um, I actually you know what? Yeah, um, I'm looking up the list of the nominations right now. Um, he no nomination yet. However, but come on, come on. I mean, come on. Come it's, on. It's it, it, eventually, but let me tell you, like we're talking, like you know, he was nominated for a Golden Globe, as we mentioned, uh, Gotham Independent Film Awards, Hollywood Critics Association Awards, which he won. Um, let's see, Hollywood Music and Media, Houston Film Critics, Indiana Film, Las Vegas, London. Well, when they first all, yeah, so I, pretty much all of these, all of these, like you know, awards right. pouring in, dude. This is I saw this video. Yeah. It was at the when they premiered it at a con film festival. Mm-hmm. They got a six minute standing, standing ovation. ovation. Yep. First, it was for the director, and then it was for Brendan Fraser. He yep. literally broke down into tears mm-hmm. because they wouldn't let him sit down. They they were cheering him on so much, yeah. and it was crazy. It yeah. was great. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people who are are well deserved in their awards that they're winning and their recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Murphy just received a, a the Cecil B. DeMille Award for mm-hmm. his achievements yep. in entertainment because, I mean, let's face facts, there's nothing in entertainment that Eddie Murphy hasn't touched. Right. Um, um, movies, TV, music. music yeah. You know. uh, he, uh, he was one of the innovators. He was yeah. a very, one of the very first to release a stand-up mm-hmm. comedy special in movie theaters and it was a, it was a hit. Delirious. De- uh, delirious. delirious. It was yeah. delirious. First yeah. it was delirious it was wrong yeah. and but, uh, and then they also Michelle Yeoh Michelle, okay, for her Mich- win and, uh, uh, she, I think she's one of the very first Asian American Asian women to yeah she, to win yeah. an award she yeah she won for her role for everything everywhere all at once along with Jonathan K. Kwan and let me tell you something like first of all being a kung fu movie fan like I've been a fan of her since I was a kid so to see her finally get recognition yeah. um, it, it's amazing and also Jonathan K. Kwan that's a hell of a comeback story and like actually Quick thing about Jonathan K. Kwan, as you, um, he was best known uh, as a, a short round, in short Indiana round, Jones, hell yeah, as well as uh, Data from Data. the Goonies, <laughs> yeah. And so he actually took when he became an adult, he took a break from acting because there was no real, like you know, n- many like opportunities for uh, Asian American actors. Well, let's, and, for average Amer- average male American actors, but, uh, Asian but, American but, actors. Yeah, but um, so he went into stunt coordination. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but he is a martial artist. Um, he actually was trained by a um, one of the classic uh, Hong Kong action stars, uh, Tao Lian Lang, um, a.k.a. Flash Legs. Nice. And um, so what got him back into acting was... Um, what was it? Crazy Rich Asians. That movie became a blockbuster. Yeah, that thing was huge, man. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I have, I have yeah. yet to see it. It, it, it is huge. an excellent film. Great film. Coincidentally, starring the great Michelle Yeoh as well. Yeah. And um, first also, movie I ever saw her in was Supercop. Mine was uh, Yes, Madam. She did a she did yeah. a badass action. Yeah. She did a badass yeah. kung fu yeah. action movie back in the day where she played like a superhero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was Silverhawk. Silverhawk. And honestly, I'm gonna say it straight up. She is the best Bond girl ever. 
she, straight up. <laughs> yeah, because because she's the only Bond girl that looks like she could legitimately kick your ass. I don't ass. know. You didn't like Zendaya on the top? <laughs> she, you don't like a woman that can crush right? you with her thighs? <laughs> only her thighs? Michelle could crush you with anything. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So, um, with the success of Crazy Witch Asians, that inspired Jonathan to get back into acting. Nice. And, um, you know, got an agent. And, oh, also another fun fact, uh, the actor who played Chunk, uh, Chunk, uh, Chunk from uh, Goonies mm -hmm. became a lawyer, entertainment lawyer, and now is Jonathan's lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> and so, funny. but yeah, so he got back into acting, and you know, he auditioned for everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm -hmm. Got the role, and the rest is history. There you go. But it's so it's great to see that Hollywood is finally acknowledging the diversity in film, which mm -hmm. they should have done a long time yeah. ago. Oh, and let's not forget uh, Angela Bassett um, winning yes. the Golden Globe for her role in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, but the, I don't know how how uh, what's her name was nominated. Um, uh, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Viola yeah. Davis for was it a uh, um, Warrior Queen? A Warrior. Uh, yeah, Warrior King. I, warrior uh, Queen, wasn't yeah, it? I believe so. Yeah, dude. Yeah. dude I yeah. I have not seen that movie yet, but from what I've seen of it, she looks like a badass. I need it. to see that because yeah. I heard really good things. I, about I believe it, yeah. it's Warrior Queen. But anyway, but my thing is going back to Brendan Fraser, our mm -hmm. original. Uh, it's great to see his resurgence because yeah, from everything I've seen about him, mm -hmm. it it, it kind of reminds me of like Tom Hanks, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it, he's just that wholesome, mm -hmm. you know, I'm honestly humble type of guy. Mm -hmm. Not not that he's that Hollywood humble, right? It's like oh gosh, come on, don't stop, stop talking about me, no, no, right, right. no. no, he's a, he's a legit humble dude, yeah. and honestly, I'd love seeing his comeback because we all love a great comeback story, yep. especially with an actor who we've grown up on, who we've been a fan of for a long time, especially knowing his story. He deserves his comeback. He deserves his um, resurgence. And also everybody in Hollywood has come out and shown support. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson yes. tweeted out his con uh, congratulations yep. to Brandon and he showed um, gratefulness for Brandon because it was The Mummy Returns that kick-started The Rock's film career. Well, right, not only that, yeah, he, he told him he appreciated Brendan because Brendan was one of the very, well, first to come up to him and welcome him mm -hmm. and welcome him into the franchise. He didn't, mm -hmm. see, his, he didn't see The Rock as being like, uh-oh, I got to look out. This is my competition in the franchise. Right. No, he welcomed him in and he goes, you know, welcome to being part of the franchise. I, you know, I mm -hmm. hope everything goes well. And it just took off from there. Mm -hmm. And he's appreciative to the relationship that Brendan made with him. You know, mm -hmm. I I have yet to hear anybody who's ever been in a movie with Brendan Fraser speak negatively of him. Absolutely, you know? and and that includes Paulie Shore. <laughs> 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 yeah, but if you if you think about it, dude, Encino Man, mm -hmm. <laughs> fucking the only one that wasn't a success out of that was I think it was Paulie Shore. Right. Well, like, he, I guess he was successful for a minute. I, I mean, know. yeah, that was only for like five minutes. But, but yeah, so Brendan Fraser, it's been great that mm -hmm. he's had this comeback. I, I congratulate him on his uh, awards. Mm -hmm. And I, what we're going to do is we're probably going to watch that movie and, and maybe talk about it. There's a couple of movies that Jay and I have been meaning to watch mm -hmm. and go over with you guys. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not going into movie reviews, but we're going we're gonna to try to our best to... To, to, to look at topical things and try to talk them out with you. The Woman King. That's, That's the name of the movie, Viola Davis. That's it. Yeah. The Woman King. Yeah. There you go. All right. But yeah, we got to check that one out too. Mm. Speaking of checking out movies, make sure to ch check out our uh, sister podcast. So I guess it's our, our, our fellow podcast, Make It a Combo. Mm -hmm. They re watch and review movies. 
they have a good time over there and they talk about their favorite movies. So make sure you check them out. Not only that, also check out Am I a Slut podcast where uh, Andy, she talks about people's stories they send into her about dating, the dating life and their sex lives. So make sure you check those out. And of course, as always, Jay, you got something to say before we leave? Uh, pretty much check out The Whale because we're going to and I know we're going to get a good cry out of it. All right. Well, from us at The Minority Report, remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Minority Report and The Minority Report 2.0. Check out Make It a Combo Productions on Instagram and Am I a Slut? Make sure you... <laughs> I'm not a slut, but Am I a Slut? Podcast. And make sure you tune in to all the podcasts from Make It a Combo Productions. Take it easy, guys, and we will see you. You've just listened to the Minorities Report from Make It a Combo Productions. Executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? and Make It a Combo. Thank you and goodbye.